You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Broncos Broncos country. Let's ride with Touchdown Denver. Touchdown Denver. Hosted by Nick Ferguson and George Stoya. Touchdown Denver. All right, everybody, welcome into another episode of Touchdown Denver, hosted by myself, George Stoy, the Denver Gazette, and my good friend, Nick Ferguson. Nick, how was your weekend? How's your beautiful Tuesday morning here in Denver? Uh, my Tuesday morning is spectacular. Uh, this past weekend was also spectacular. A little upsetting, uh, I guess maybe a tad, is watching some of those uh, games and uh, officials not doing their particular job. And I feel as though maybe I can say what players and coaches uh, can't say because they can't find me. So, yeah, that's pretty much how my weekend went. How about yours? It was a really good weekend. Um, it was fun. I, I enjoyed the games despite the officials. Um, I, I agree with you on that. The officiating, especially in that second game, was just atrocious. One of the worst called games I think I can remember. But it was fun to watch the games. Um, I, I, am going to miss it this weekend, Nick, no game this, I think this is one of the worst weekends of the year where there's just no football <laughs> and you're waiting for the biggest game of the year, right? The next weekend. So it's like, and, and the pro bowl, they don't have the game this year, which I didn't really enjoy the game anyways, but like, I'm not, I'm not someone that's going to sit there and watch all the skill challenges and whatnot. But, uh, Nick, we do need to jump into some, some, uh, coaching search talk, Nick, that was eventful over the weekend and eventful these last few days. Well, I guess that's actually not been eventful at all. It feels like we've learned absolutely nothing, Nick, these past few days. The Broncos, I honestly wish I could tell you who their candidates are at this point, Nick. Um, I, I know that it sounds like they've ruled out four guys, Jim Caldwell, Jiro Evero, David Shaw, Raheem Morris. Um, it sounds like the door shut on those four. Jim Harbaugh, the report came out this weekend that they went and visited him. Uh, last week, I believe on Wednesday in Ann Arbor, he said no again. Uh, so is he still in the running? There's some people out there that believe he's still in it, even though he said no twice. Sean Payton is the one that sounds like he might actually still have a chance. I don't know. Uh, D'Amico Ryans, it sounds like any moment now he could go to the Texans. Uh, I know the last time we recorded, Nick, we thought D'Amico Ryans was the guy in Denver that we might be sitting here today or this week talking about him as the next Broncos head coach. That doesn't sound like it's going to happen. Uh, and I'm missing one other guy. Dan Quinn has said he's going back to the Cowboys. So, Nick, where are you with this search right now? Well, George, uh, I, I hate to, uh, you know, go back and rewind. But you will remember, as we were talking about this coaching search about a week ago, I did say, hey, man, there's a possibility of the worst-case scenario for the Denver Broncos, right? And – if I'm not mistaken, I, I, I thought that you said at that time that, no, that's not going to happen. It was so far-fetched, even when I thought of it. But guess what? It is coming to fruition, right? We see Jim Harbaugh is constantly pursued, and he's saying, nope, I don't want to do it, which makes me think from the very beginning, he never wanted a job to begin with, right? Because if it's about money, the pinners have deep pockets. They can write that check, but that's not what it was about. So the whole thing with Sean Payton, we know a back and forth struggle about with someone within the ownership group. We don't know who, wink, wink, 
And then you think about Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn decided, you know what? I'm going to stay in Dallas because he knows with so many coaches uh, being sent away, right? Mutually agreeing to part ways, which no one actually does. And he's hoping that he's going to be given the head coaching job with the Dallas Cowboys, which brings us to D'Amico Ryans, which I know this sounds bittersweet for you because I know you are all poised, George, to take your victory lap. And I was going to be right there patting you on the back like, yeah, we got our guy. But that doesn't seem like it's going to happen either. So the Broncos have to go back to the well and try to find a couple of other coaches. We hear about these mystery coaches, and and it is just that. It's a mystery. Who who are these coaches? Now, it's left for everyone to start speculating as to who. And for me, when we look at coaches who are still out there, Ramo is still out there. Jonathan Gannon is still out there. Heck, I mean, Brian Callahan, he is still out there as well. So there are some coaches, but will those coaches, either of those coaches, make this fan base happy once a name is finally announced? I, I am disappointed I'm not going to get to take my victory lap. I know you um, are. I know you are. I still will say, though, I was right that he was a dark horse for the Broncos job. The Broncos did want him. Um, I, I, I truly believe that. But, yeah, Nick, I, I just think that there, there's so much out there, and it's – one, I, I feel like there's a lot of people out there just tweeting stuff to tweet stuff and, and try to share news to share news when there really isn't a whole lot of info to be shared right now. Um, I really don't think there's a lot of people that are actually in the know. I know there's a few people out there that think they're in the know, yeah. uh, but I don't think they are. So be careful about what you, you know, believe and don't believe. But, um, I did want to dive into Nick, the Jim Harbaugh stuff, because this has been going on for weeks now. And I, I really, I, look, if they end up getting Jim Harbaugh, that'd be incredible. Like if they were able to somehow pull him away from Michigan, but at some point, I think you also have to just say, we got to move on. Uh, and maybe the Broncos have done that, but from everything we've heard from people is that maybe they haven't moved on. I know there's been several different types of reports out there. Nick, if you're the Broncos, do you keep trying to go back to that well until Jim Harbaugh signs a deal, or or do you not? Because right now, Nick, to me, and I tweeted this out last week, it feels like that situation, I don't know if you've ever been in this situation, Nick, but I have personally, <laughs> but when you're you're talking to a girl you really like, right, and you think that they like you back and you just keep talking to them, and keep, keep trying to ask them out, and they keep coming up with excuses for not going out with you, and then eventually they're like, oh, I just see you as a friend, you know? I, that's what this feels like uh, Jim Harbaugh's doing to the Broncos. It's like he keeps stringing them along, only to friend zone them there at the end. It feels like the Broncos are in the friend zone with Jim Harbaugh, but well, what are your thoughts on that, and should they keep trying to go to that well? No, George, you said it yourself. I mean, did that work well for you? Did it work no, well? Nick. No, it exactly. didn't. <laughs> it never works well for anyone because if your idea is that we're just going to beat them down by just showing up and eventually they're going to give in, that's never going to happen. And the way that I look at this situation with Jim Harbaugh, he's like a wisdom tooth, right? I don't know if you've ever had your wisdom tooth taken out. That, that sucker is hard to get out. I mean, the doctor is cutting, pulling. He's doing all this stuff to try to get it out. Eventually he does. But, I mean, you've gone through some stain, uh, painting, you know, painstaking uh, situation or procedure where your mouth is now filled with cotton balls. To me, the Broncos need to stop doing this, right? 
the Broncos country needs some kind of anesthesia for what they're going through at this very moment, George, because it has been painful. So much so, I've had to listen to friends who root for teams in other cities saying, what are you guys doing out there in Denver? That is, your coaching search has turned into a clown circus. And I'm like, hey, listen, yes, it has. And that's because we're hearing mixed reports, just like you said. Individuals are putting out information for the sake of putting out information to try to make themselves relevant because no one really knows at this point. Now, there have been a lot of leaks, right? But we know those leaks have been used as leverage and negotiation tactics. But at this very moment, the ownership has said that they have someone in mind. We have no idea. And then I I saw something yesterday. By the end of the week, the Broncos should have announced who that head coach is. Whomever it is, I'll be happy, George, because that means that we're not having this discussion. But now things will move forward to now ask ownership, ask this coach, well, why did it take so long? Why was this person now added into the mix when they were not before? And that's going to bring us to a point where that coach is not fielding questions as far as what he's going to do to make this team better. It's all about, well, how did you get here in the process that led you to this point? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, I don't know, Nick. It's it's one of those things where it's just I. There's so many reports out there. Like I I don't know if you saw the one from Ian Rappaport. I believe it was on KOA last night, Nick. Um, I don't know if it was with you guys or if it was uh, with the show before you guys. But he said some. It was something along the line of they're they're looking to hire someone that's a big, big, big candidate. I believe was the quote from Ian Rappaport. And I'm yeah. like, who is that? Like who who was he talking about? Because. Like, I, is, does Sean Payton fall in that category? I mean, if it was Sean Payton, Nick, like, I feel like they would have already got the deal done if that was their guy, if that was the person that they're really after. Maybe I'm wrong, but, like, they've been talking to him for several weeks now, mm-hmm. uh, and nothing's happened. And then he gets on Fox this last week, and he's saying all these things about, oh, well, I might be back here, or we'll find out this week if what's going on. I'm like, what? what's the holdup? You know, we know what they want draft capital-wise. Uh, you know, like I, I don't I don't and and I don't know if he necessarily falls under that big, big, big candidate for me. I, I mean, no one else seems to want him. Uh, so I don't know why the Broncos would, you know, be like a home run hire for them to get. I I don't know, Nick, that that to me was a very weird report. I, I'm in the camp of expand the expand the search. Your, your, your top couple guys that you really wanted. It didn't go the way that you, that you thought it would. Expand it to a Jonathan Gannon who's playing in the Super Bowl, and I know you'd have to wait, but you know who he is. You interviewed him last year. I'm sure they've had talks even with his agent in the past few weeks. Uh, Brian Callahan, who I think is a really good coach in Cincinnati. Um, you know, Mike Kafka, even the offensive coordinator for the Giants. I know he's been wait, mentioned wait. a lot. Okay, hold on, hold on. I, I got to stop you right there. Okay, yeah. let's back up for a second. This whole deal with Mike Kafka. Please, please explain the infatuation uh, with Mike Kafka because his name comes up, and I don't, I don't have 
you know, I don't have any hate for Mike Kafka. But, I mean, you name some coaches that if the Broncos set it on those guys, I can see why, right? And, I, and I'll follow. Yes, I'll, I'll give my support. But Mike Kafka is one of those guys that I really can't. And I know everyone saying, okay, well, look what he did with Daniel Jones. Well, did he really do that or did, you know, Brian Dayton do that? So, so, so please sell the Mike Kafka sense only because you brought it up. Please sell that to me so now maybe I can change my mind and say, you know what, Nick, maybe I looked at the situation with Kafka all wrong. Yeah, no, I'm not going to try to convince you because Nick, okay. I don't think he should. I don't think he should be interviewed either. I just mentioned him because I know he's in, he's interviewed for every other job, and I figured he might be on the list. And I, I do think the Broncos have done the research on him, so he could be added to the list. But if of those guys that I mentioned, I would hire Jonathan Gannon over all of them. And again, I know there's a lot of people out there uh, that say, "Oh, well, you have to wait till after the Super Bowl, so it'll be hard to build your staff." I don't think that's an issue. Um, you know, if he's the if he's the right guy. Uh, then, then you wait the two extra weeks or whatever it is uh, to get him. But um, I, I would in in that I would I would put Jonathan Gannon and Brian Callahan as the as the top two uh, if they were to expand the search. I just think both of those guys are really qualified, and I think they would fit really well in Denver. I think obviously Gannon uh, and what he's done with the Eagles defense can come here and have success with this Broncos defense um, that won't have a total rehaul. And then uh, Callahan, I think that I, I know Zach Taylor's the one call and plays there for the Bengals, I believe. But uh, Callahan, you know, I, I think has that that right offensive mind that can help Russell Wilson and, and help this offense. So either of those guys, and they've both been really successful. Like the problem with, is it Kafka or Kafka? Kafka, Kafka, whatever. Why even spend time on it, right? I don't know. But like the problem with him, in my opinion, is he's had one year as a play caller um, and I do think Brian Dayball deserves most of the credit there for the success they have. Now, let's say next year he does a really good job again and the Giants are even more successful, then, yeah, he should be up for some of these jobs. But this year I think you're right, Nick. It's one of those situations where he's probably not ready. No, yeah, you know, listen, once again, I don't have any hate for Mike Kafka, but I just look at the fact of, okay, well, how long has he been at his post? He was a former – uh, quarterbacks coach for the Kansas City Chiefs, then he got this opportunity. And yeah, the Giants were able to get to the playoffs, but if there is an offensive guy in that mix, I would have to go with uh, Brian Callahan because looking at Brian Callahan and the fact that here's a guy who spent some time with the Broncos organization. He was with this team on John Fox staff when they lost to the Seattle Seahawks in, in, the, in the Super Bowl. And he's been around Zach Taylor and he's been around Joe Burrow. Now, Joe Burrow is, in, in my eyes, a similar guy to Russell Wilson, you know, maybe more athletic because he's still he's younger and Russell has more years on Joe Burrow. But looking at that Cincinnati Bengals offense, the weapons that they have, and looking at the weapons that the Broncos have and should have coming back healthy with Tim Patrick, to me, I thought that that guy would be a, a, a great person to craft an offense that could fit that Russell Wilson and all the other guys. And oh, by the way, yeah, I know you mentioned John McGann. You still have Azura Evero. So if you put Evero with Callahan and then you bring Joe D. Camillus in here, the Rams didn't pick up his contract. So you bring him in here as your special teams coach, man, it's ride or die at that point because Joe D. Camillus and uh, Brian Callahan were on the same Broncos roster when, you know, when John Fox was here. 
So it's, it's not necessarily a match made in heaven because we never know when a coach's staff is put together, whether they're going to have success or not, George. But at least we have to put a group of guys together that we know that are going to help guys on both sides of the ball. That's my vote. I, and, and listen, they're not going to listen to me, but if I had a vote, that's the direction I would go. It's interesting, Nick. Um, I, I want to continue this conversation. We have to we have to take a quick break, and then we'll, we'll dive into that a little bit more. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely an interesting conversation considering – sounds like Evero's been kind of, you know, shut out of this conversation so far, which is, uh, I think, kind of interesting because there's, it seems like he's a finalist other places, but not at his own, his own place. So uh, very interesting for, for the Broncos to choose that. But let's take a quick break, Nick, and then we'll dive into some more of this coaching search stuff. 